Hi, my name is Morgan and welcome to Get Her a Therapist. Thanks for joining me again and thanks for sticking with it. Enjoy this episode. Episode 18, guys. Woo! Hey guys, I am back in action. <laughs> um, I did not record last week because I was tired. I was exhausted mentally. I was drained. My battery was on E. And I I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you don't have it today. You don't have it. And let's not try to force ourselves to have it. Instead, let's have a you day. And I did. Um, instead of recording, instead of editing, instead of trying to make this like... <laughs> fun real. I was just like, I need to be with people that love me, um, which will be in this episode. We'll talk about it. Um, I have a lot to talk about this week, like a lot. So you guys enjoy and let's tap in. So before we actually get into the episode, I was recording and, or I was editing, sorry. And I realized that in the first segment, I sound really, really sad, but it's really because I was actually sad and I'm recording on different days. So I'm a lot more upbeat today because I just feel better today. But when I was recording, I actually really was sad. So you'll hear a little bit of a difference in my tone in that segment versus the next segment and in my intro. That's why, if anybody was wondering. Okay, now let's get into the episode. So this week has been really hard. Really hard. And I mean, last week was hard, which is why I didn't record. But I was feeling really depleted this week as well. And I told myself like, okay... <laughs> there's something wrong and there's something wrong with your process because your cup is really empty right now. And of course, the only way that you can, you know, have healthy relationships is when your cup is full and then your everything is flowing into everybody else um, or your overflow is flowing into everybody else. And I really, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people and I've been called names last week. I've, you know, it's been interesting and I had to sit with myself for a little bit. I had to kind of disconnect from a lot of people except for a few and the people that I kept in contact with are the people that made me feel the most comfortable, the people that made me feel the most safe, the people that made me feel um, not judged. And I feel like it's important for people to realize who those people are for you when you're feeling down and when you're feeling overwhelmed and when you're feeling stressed and depressed and all those things. You know, you have to know who your people are. And maybe it's just one or two, but I really had to lean on them. Um, and not every day, you know, my friends know that I need <laughs> space. Like if I need space and they respect that and they give it to me without feeling any kind of way about it. But 
as I started to come out of feeling like this and the reason why I actually came out of feeling the way that I've been feeling is because of my son and because he deserves more from me. And I always want him to feel seen and heard and um, loved and respected. And my time needs to be given to him. Um, And when I'm down, I feel like I don't prioritize the attention that he needs. Um, It's very much like on the go, on the go, like, okay, dinner, you know, bath, a story, all right, bed, like, it's not really quality time. And I realized that was happening. And I was like, okay, Morgan, you gotta, you gotta get hold of your shit, because you will not let your child suffer. Because you feel like um, you can't handle yourself right now. (laughs) Like, get your shit together. Okay, if not for you, for your kid. And so I had to really stuck it up and I had to sit with myself and and me and one of my best friends were sitting there and we were talking about sitting with the ugly, um, sitting with it and then trying to make it pretty again. Um, So I came to a realization that I feel like over... The years I have been lying to myself a lot. And I mean lying to myself about how I feel, um, the relationships, the people that are in my life, the friendships that I keep around, the romantic relationships I keep around, the sex relationships that I keep around. You know, I, I, I keep everybody around. And I can't help but to feel like I do that because I'm afraid to be alone. And I feel like not just in a romantic way, but overall in general. I had a friend try me the other day, a guy friend. Um in a sexual way. And I really didn't know how to process that because it had happened before and I ignored it. It happened before. And, you know, I fell out with him only because I felt like it was really disrespectful and he kind of crossed the boundary, but I forgave him. I forgave him. And then recently it happened again. And I was like, wow, like, why didn't I just shut that down the first time it happened? Like, why did I ignore the fact I know that this person likes me. I know um, that this person likes me. (laughs) Um, And I ignore it. I'm like, no, this is my friend. Like, it's okay. Like, we can, it'll be fine. And then I find myself in this situation. (laughs) And it sucks because I had to sit there and I'm like, okay, I don't believe this person is really my friend, which goes back to having opposite sex friends. And I have pushed for the idea that you can have opposite sex friends and that they are the same as your same sex friends. Um, And I still believe that, but I think it depends. And I think that when someone catches feelings, then you 
no longer should be that person's friend. <laughs> um, and it's kind of hard though, because sometimes feelings do go away. Like sometimes I feel like you can, you know, kind of catch feelings for someone and then you kind of, you know, let them subside and, and then it's all good. But I kind of realized that was kind of the trigger for me to start asking myself the question of like, well, why am I, I allowed this because I lied to myself and I said that it could work knowing that it could not work. After the first time that I was tried, I knew that this would happen again. And I lied to myself and I said, it's not going to happen again. We're fine. It's good to keep this person in my life. I have done this many, many times, not just with him, with a lot of people. And I have dated people and then we have stopped talking and I keep them in my life anyways. And it turns into like, oh, well, this is my friend. This is my friend. And I lie. I am like, no, I'm fine. To the point where I started talking to somebody once and he broke my entire heart. And then he got a girlfriend and then I was heartbroken about it. But we stayed friends anyways. And everyone's asking me like, why are you this person's friend? Why are you friends with this person? I'm like, no, we're friends. Like, it's fine. And every time I would be around him and every time he would talk about his girlfriend to me, my heart would break a little bit. But I pushed it all down and I'm like, no, this is my friend. It's fine. This happened probably four or five times in my life. <laughs> and some of the men that it happened to or happened with or I was in my or in a situation with that person, they don't even know. They in their minds are like, oh, no, like Morgan's cool with it. Like, she's fine. This is my friend. We're all good. Lies. Um, and it's kind of concerning. I don't know the why behind me lying to myself to keep people in my life. Um, there's only one explanation that I have actually done the work on, and it's because of grief. Um, I was friends with somebody and then we weren't friends anymore. And then he was taken from this earth. And that kind of sat with me for a really long time. But I use that as an excuse to keep people in my life is what I'm realizing. <laughs> because it's all an excuse, right? Um, because keeping people in my life that don't deserve to be there only hurts me in the long run. So then you ask yourself the question, like, are you self-sabotaging? Like you're keeping people in your life only to hurt you. Why? And only to only to hurt me. And they don't even know that it's hurting. <laughs> just craziness. And I realize that not just with men, but also with my girlfriends as well, I will get mad. And then I'll say, like, I don't believe that my friendship's being watered. Like, I feel like it's not being reciprocated. I I feel like I'm only the person giving. And then someone will call and I'll be like, oh, it's fine. This person does love me, no worries. And I worry that my life has kind of been a lie. Like my relationships, my friendships, 
not all of them. Don't get me wrong. Oh my God. If any of my friends are actually listening to this, I, it's not everybody. <laughs> I have really, really good friends. But there are some people in my life that I feel like I've kept them around because I was lonely and I didn't want to be lonely. And I just wanted to have people. And because of that, I've settled for people that really don't deserve to be in my life and shouldn't have access to me and disregard my feelings. And But maybe it's my fault because I pretended like everything was okay. And what else could they possibly believe if I said it's fine and got to trust it? <laughs> um, but what I'm realizing is that I think all of that has really festered. And I think I've swept a lot under the rug. And I think that I've just not been honest with myself in regards to what I need and how I feel. And and that's on me. <laughs> that's not on anybody else. That's on me. I have to create boundaries. And I have to say when no is no. And cutting people off is hard. Um, well, cutting people, well, saying you're going to cut someone off isn't hard. Actually doing it is hard and sticking with it is hard. I am really working, trying to work on myself and I'm trying to be accountable and I'm trying to be honest and I'm trying to dig back all the way back, back when, um, all of this settling and saying I'm okay when I'm not okay started. Uh, and I think it's hard to do that work. And I think making a list is hard. And I think sometimes you got all this stuff and you just want to erase it or pretend like it didn't happen or ignore it because it's easier to ignore. It's easier um, to make everyone think that everything's fine. And if you can make everyone else think that everything's fine, then you eventually think everything's fine, even though it's not. And then it comes out in really ugly ways. So I want to create peace in my life. And I want to be honest with myself because I owe myself that. And what does that look like? Probably cutting people off. And not just actually saying that I'm going to cut people off, but actually cutting people off because it's affecting me. Um, the pretending is affecting me, it's hurting me. Um, and I don't want to live my life this way. So I need to make some adjustments and I need to make some changes. I don't know what that looks like right now. <laughs> I really don't. Something to talk to my therapist about. But it doesn't mean that I stop my podcast because my podcast will continue and I will keep working at it and I will keep talking about my bullshit. But, you know. It's not okay to just talk about your shit. You have to fix your shit. <laughs> it's not okay and it's not funny to talk about your toxicity and then just live that way. It's not. It's not healthy. It's not going to push you forward. Um, 
It's just going to make you stay stuck. And right now I feel very stuck and it's a very hard feeling. It's a very dark feeling and I don't like it. (sighs) So here I am trying to be better and trying to not blame other people for my bullshit. Acknowledging that it's my life and I have a choice to make it what I want it to be. And if it's a lie, which it's not going to be, we're going to do the work and we're going to fix it. But um, yeah. So last week was hard. <laughs> this week was hard, but I did a lot. I did a lot of acknowledging and reflecting and talking to some safe people and that safety in those conversations is everything for me when I'm feeling really, really dark. So also God's got me. Um, I am faithful. I appreciate and love my relationship with God. It has gotten me a lot of places and God has continued to protect me over and over again from myself, from other people, (laughs) even when I don't think it, even when I'm sitting here like, God, why, why me? It's like, no, like it's you because you got this and you're going to keep going. Okay. Enough about all the sad stuff. (laughs) Um, So a couple episodes ago, I talked about doing a series on balance and I haven't done it, one, because everyone who keeps saying that they're going to come and be on my podcast cancels on me or says they're going to do it. But then it's like, ah, I'll let you know on a date. And it's kind of just like, ah, like I really hate waiting on people. And it really just holds me up at the end of the day. So I don't know how I feel about having people on my podcast anymore because everyone has been so flaky and it's just been a little frustrating for me. Um, And I, of course, like, I don't mind doing it by myself, obviously, like, I don't care. Um, It's actually easier for me to (laughs) record by myself because I can stop when I need to. Um, Literally, I am sitting here with a bag on my head because I'm conditioning my hair you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, But I also just don't like relying on people for episodes to come out and things like that. And so for now on, not for now on, but for the time being, like I am, when I'm thinking about these series, I'm going to think about just doing them by myself. And then if I have like random guests come on for like other things, I think that's so cool. But because the series is really important to me, I'm going to go ahead and start it. So (laughs) ironically, um, this balance thought process came to me because, like I said, this week has been hard. Last week was hard. And I was confronted with a question of if I give myself too much grace. And I really had to sit with myself with that. Like, do I give myself too much grace? Like, do I hold myself accountable Or am I just running amok and doing whatever the fuck I want to and just who cares? (laughs) Um, I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. 
And in some cases, I make excuses for myself to do whatever the fuck I want. And I don't think that's okay. But on the other end, I also give myself grace because I'm a human and I make mistakes. And all I can do is learn from them. And what I do know is that the work I've done throughout the last five to six years, you know, I've been really hard on myself, really hard on myself, saying very negative things. And like, I'm just in a place in my life that I know that if I'm so negative and so hard on myself, it's just going to eat me alive. Like it's going to make me depressed and I'm not being nice to myself in those cases. So absolutely, I'm going to give myself grace every single time because I know who I am and I know that I'm a good person and I know that shit has happened to me, but it's not about what happened to me. And I don't, so this is where it's like, okay, Morgan, like, are you using your past as an excuse? And sometimes I do see myself doing that, right? I'll be like, oh, like so much shit has happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is why I am the way I am. And that's not okay. That mentality is absolutely not okay. And I won't accept it from myself, right? Like, I absolutely believe that whatever has happened to me in my past does not excuse any negative behavior that I give off to other people. Um, and I'm trying to get out of that. I, But I think getting out of that means healing from it. And I don't think that I'm all the way healed from all of the shit that has happened. <laughs> um, I, again, I don't want to use it as an excuse, but I have a lot more work to do in regards to healing from those things. And so again, it's like, okay, so we have to find a balance of being accountable and giving myself grace. And I think that balance just happens when you have a moral compass, honestly. Like if you know you're doing some fuck shit and it's conscious, then like stand in your shit. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if I do something wrong, then I will stand in it and I will apologize. I've done some fucked up shit and I have apologized for it and genuinely apologized for it. I don't ever claim to be perfect or better than, like I'm the last person to judge. And let me tell you, when I say I'm the last person to judge, it's because I've done some things that I feel like in my past, obviously, I've, I try not to do shitty things to people now, but um, in my past, I feel like I have kind of not been the best person in the world to certain people because being selfish, um, saying things like, well, worse has been done to me or this has happened to me. So, you know, and not being accountable in that way. But I always try my best to apologize when I'm wrong. Um, and I mean, I feel like there are people who can attest to that because I'm pretty sure if I've ever done anything wrong to anybody, I have sent them a long email apologizing. <laughs> like a long email apologizing. And that's where I do hold myself accountable. Now, giving myself grace comes in a form of forgiving myself for anything that I've done that is possibly out of character and reminding myself, you know what, Morgan, you are a human being and you're going to make mistakes. Shit's going to happen. Apologize. Move on. Don't sit in it. 
don't make yourself feel like this horrible person when you know that's not it. Give yourself grace the same way you give all these niggas grace and the same way you give all these girlfriends, you know, grace and apologize. It, I know I just rambled with that, but like, seriously, I give everybody grace all the time, all the time, literally all the time. <laughs> like, I really don't even hold people accountable, to be quite honest. But I think because I don't hold too many people accountable, sometimes it can get a little messy with like holding myself accountable and something I'm working on. But overall, I think that with finding that balance, it just comes, you know, patience and it's rough. Um, I'm trying to figure out kind of like where I want to go in my conversations with the whole balance between accountability and giving myself grace. Like in regards to my life, do I want to give examples of moments when I hold my held myself accountable and then moments where I just gave myself grace to really give like a big picture of what that looks like for me. And that is that is with friends and family and, and boyfriends and dating and boyfriends. Ha, I've never had a boyfriend. Um <laughs> my God, depressing. Um but yeah. I really want to kind of dive into um, balance with friendships, family, and relationships, romantic relationships, and the balance between those things. Yay! Um, so that'll be next week. I'm not doing it this week because I'm really easing myself back in to recording Um this week has been really hard and I just don't want to put too much stress on myself. And that's kind of it. Um, to give you guys kind of like an update, I am still kind of dating this guy a little bit. Um, but I worry that I'm compromising myself. <laughs> um, but then I ask myself, is relationships and dating is it compromise, right? Like they say, when you're in a relationship, you have to compromise. Um, but I guess I also fear completely compromising myself for somebody else and then them not being able to compromise. It's just me being the one to make changes to suit someone else again, because I don't want to be by myself. So it's like, okay, I need to change up everything. Um, I have not been to therapy in like a month. Some change. I go to therapy tomorrow. I'm so happy to meet back up with my therapist. Um, I really am excited. I truly can't wait. I can't wait to share hopefully some gems and some things to work through or that I need to work through and we can kind of discuss. So that's really all I got this week. I know it was short, short but sweet. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much and Hopefully, I didn't go off topic too much. <sighs> Doing a podcast kind of is hard sometimes because I literally have so many things to talk about, but it's really organizing your thoughts to be able to talk about them and make it make sense because 
sometimes when I'm sitting in my room or just walking around my apartment, I'm literally like talking to myself and I'm saying so many things. And every time I'm like having these conversations with myself, I'm like, shit, I should say that in my podcast. Ooh, I should talk about this. I should do that. And then I get in front of my microphone and I'm kind of like going blank and it's like, shit, what was I supposed to talk about? (laughs) And how come these gems don't drop when I'm actually recording? Um, So I don't really know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to really podcasting in a way that is very professional. I don't know anybody else who is doing a podcast right now. I mean, I see people popping up. It's like, oh, this is my podcast. Um, But I don't know anyone personally. And I don't know, I don't really have any guidance around um, what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right, what I should change. And I don't really know how to gain that information. I guess I could, well, that's not true. I could definitely get on YouTube. I'm just lazy and don't want to. And I kind of just want someone to tell me like, change this, do that, you know, but I don't there's really nobody right now who can help with that. And I know I should just do my own research and really figure it out. But because I'm also using this podcast as like low key, just like a hobby and not necessarily putting the effort in to take it to like the next level. Um, because my job is really demanding and being a mom is extremely demanding and I just really don't always have the time to do that. So who knows what's going to happen in the next 20 episodes? Who knows? I'm I'm just pushing as much as I can and trying to be a good person. Everyone else, try to be a good person, but give yourself grace, man. Like, shit, sometimes we fuck up. Just apologize when you can. And that's literally it. Just try to do the right thing and... If you're not doing the right thing, go to therapy and figure out why you're not doing the right thing. That's about it. (laughs) All right, everyone have a wonderful week um, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, before I forget, okay, I need to talk about Starbucks. We need to talk about it for a second because Starbucks has really gone downhill. One, the fact that they have not updated their food choices in God knows how long is a problem. Y'all make way too much money, like entirely too much money to be doing this. But number two, I don't know, maybe it's the area manager's fault or whatever's going on, but every Starbucks that I have gone to that is close to my house is constantly running out of things. And I don't mean just like one or two things. I mean like, I will go to the drive-thru and say, hey, can I have a blueberry muffin? Oh, we're out of blueberry muffins. Oh, okay. Can I have the double smoked um, bacon and cheddar whatever sandwich? We're out of that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, can I just get an iced vanilla latte with almond milk? Oh, we're out of vanilla syrup. Yesterday, they were out of venti size cups. And why? And why? What? What? For what reason would Starbucks be out of a venti cup? I was just beyond myself. And I was really annoyed because like, I just feel like Starbucks, like y'all make way too much money to not be on top of your shit. Your brand is huge. Like just fucking do better. And the fact that they don't is just annoying as hell. And on top of, I was talking to this guy and we were just kind of like talking about like old jobs that we used to have. 
And he was like, yeah, I used to like work at Starbucks when I was in high school. And I'm like, that's a wild because I tried to work at Starbucks when I was in high school and they definitely denied me. They definitely didn't pull my resume. Don't know why. But let's fast forward to actually being an adult. I work in HR, which I'm sure if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, but I work in HR and the amount of times that I have applied to work at Starbucks it on like corporate level, like they have like HR business partners open, um, HR manager positions open. And I have applied probably three times in my HR career, never got my resume pulled. And I know my resume is like kind of the shit. So it's just like, I don't know what they have against me. Maybe it's because I live in Cleveland and their corporate office is in Seattle. Like, you know how certain businesses are like, oh, we're not willing to relocate someone. So it's kind of like, why are you even applying? And that's the only reason why I would think you're not pulling my resume. It's annoying. It's frustrating. And overall, I really don't want to drink Starbucks anymore. I don't want to eat at Starbucks anymore. I want to stop applying for their jobs. But Starbucks just has a hold on me for whatever reason, and I really dislike that. So I'm going to try my best to let go of Starbucks because it's really not even that good, to be honest. I mean, their coffee is not that great. Their food choices obviously suck. So it's just like, why do I keep going? What is the hold? I don't know. But couldn't end this episode without expressing my feelings in regards to Starbucks and how much they have me fucked up. All right, everyone have a great week.